Okay. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another live edition of Top Rope Report here on Facebook Live, Google Podcast, Spotify, and Anchor. I'm your host, the illustrious <coughs> Mr. Trivia, and Facebook Live. I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia, and joining me every week, two of the best minds in the business, my co-host, my tag team partner, my best friend, the best in the business, the Nug Greg, and Mr. 24-7, DJ Coleman. <laughs> What's happening today, guys? Oh, not much. Just having a little choking fit right now. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm getting up two cup drops. Okay. Yeah, so we're going to be doing our Friday Night Smackdown recap. I thought it was a good show. I did, too. Well, we're going to be talking to WrestleMania because the road to WrestleMania is getting a little bit more clearer now. So we'll definitely be talking about that. Well, a little more clear, but with still a lot of questions. Oh, yeah. So if you guys are ready to start talking about the matches, One second. I'm all set. One we'll, second. And we're going to start. Just... Okay. But we're going to start the day off with DJ as soon as we're as soon as Greg's ready here. All right. And, all right, SmackDown opened up with um, Cody Rhodes. Um, going in the ring. Um, eventually both Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn joined him. DJ, take it away. Right. I was, I was, like, all the stuff that I'm seeing with Cody, I guess at very, very first, I'm like, eh, why is Cody the one doing it? But now, I'm okay with it. I like it. So him coming out, I'm like, all right, I know we're about to see them two come out and, and you know, maybe something happens here. So when they came out, <clears throat> you know, I love how Sammy, like the emotions that he has, you know, they're pretty much real to me. Like, I feel like they are real. He's doing such a good job at showing it. And the fact that he's like, you know, let me hear from you. Punch me in the in the mouth if you want to, you know, yell at me, whatever, do it, you know. So that part of it was so good to me. Um, I thought maybe we would see the get together right here, but having him walk away again, I was like, okay, all right, we'll see. So that was okay with me. Um, the, you know, when Kev was like, you know, why do I want to fight along somebody who who don't want to be my friend? Yep. No, and it sucks because, you know, we know that that's not what Sammy was saying. You know what I mean? That's not how he was saying it, but that's how Kev was taking it. So that part of it, I like, too. They threw that in there. So that whole deal to start off this show with that was really good to me. To me, I'm like, all right, cool. We're going to see a, a really good SmackDown here. So I enjoyed the whole thing. I gave it a B plus. Okay. Ready? Um, want me to go next, and then we'll save you for last? Sure, okay. Okay. Um, when, when the show first opened, I can be honest, I was like, uh, again? Cody Rhodes? Um, cause I'm, I'm, I'm at that point where I'm almost sick of seeing him everywhere, every show. But then it kind of, you know, took that little turn when he had Kevin Owens come out and then Sami Zayn came out. And totally, totally agree, DJ, when when 
Kevin Owens, and he, he exactly said, why would I fight, fight for someone who doesn't even want to be my friend? I mean, that, that was, you know, like, ugh, you know. Because um, here it was, thinking, okay, Cody's going to, you know, talk these things. I mean, he thanked Kevin Owens, I mean, literally, for introducing him um, to some friends that he knew. Um, AEW talent that'll go unnamed at this point. Um, Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, insert whatever. Um, it, it all just seemed, you know, real. I mean, I know it's scripted, I know that, but it, this was probably the, you know, one of the, the, the first emotional things. I mean, I absolutely loved this opening promo. Like I said, I started out from, oh my God. Cody Rhodes again to actually oh, oh oh okay and then after the commercial break when Sami Zayn walked out to Kevin Owens um, and told him he loved him and Kevin Owens just drove off in his car um, I was waiting for the peel out or something that he was going to really take off real quick or something to happen you know with the Usos or something to like further destroy I'm like no ah. Um, left me wanting more, and I gave the whole thing an A minus. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with everything both you guys were saying. I mean, this promo was all about Kevin and Sammy. Um, you know, Cody came out just to kind of like be the moderator or something, and Kevin, you know, when he walked back to the locker room, and then they showed um, Sammy back there in the parking lot with all this. You know, Kevin gets in his car, takes off. Nice, nice looking car, by the way. Um, I think he just took off, you know, just go get something neat. I was hoping he would come back, but um, but I really thought this was something else. When I threw him up in the middle of the ring, right then and there, I knew there's your next tag team champion right there, and that's going to be at WrestleMania. And I just... I what, when, I when, Kevin Owens, when Kevin Owens drove away from Sami Zayn? No, when Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn hugged in the middle that, of the that, ring. That, 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 we're nowhere near that, right? That did not happen at the beginning of the show. That happened. Okay, I'm, I'm just running everything in all together here. Uh, no, when Kevin Owens took off, it was like, well, I'm hoping he's coming back. I mean, I really would like to see the two. At that point, I'm saying, well, I would like to see these two get together and team up. Because I really think they could beat the Usos. And when he took off, and it's like, oh, man, it's going to be one of these things where he's not going to come back, or he's going to come back too late while they're beating the hell out of Sami Zayn, then he's going to just look and take off. But I was glad it, it was a good promo. I enjoyed it. I gave it an A. Okay. After that, we went to the first match of the night, where it was a mixed tag team match between Santos Escobar and Zelina Vega. Um... And then Judgment Day being represented by Dominic and Rhea. No Finn Balor, no Damian Priest, it was just Dominic and Rhea. Um, I mean, the moment you saw, I go first for this one, the moment we saw the match, I saw the match, <coughs> excuse me one second, <coughs> oh, sorry about that. Um, I knew Santos wasn't pinning Dom. I knew Dom wasn't pinning Santos. 
I knew Zelina wasn't pinning Rhea, so therefore, you know, process of elimination, the eventuality of the match was going to be Rhea pinning Zelina. Um, it makes her look strong. No reason to make Zelina look strong. Um, she's not doing anything at WrestleMania. Um, you didn't want to make Santos look weak, and you didn't want to make Dominic look weak. But, so, I mean, with it already being a very predictable match, knowing the outcome, it was actually a little better than I thought it was going to be. I mean, it wasn't anything great, um, but it wasn't bad either. Um, it was it was pretty good. I actually gave the match a B minus. Okay. Trev? Um, I in a way I kind of enjoyed this match a little bit too. I mean there was a, I thought there was a couple of high spots for Zelina in the match, but like you know, but like Greg said, you knew the outcome was going to be uh, Rhea is going to pin Zelina, and it wasn't a very long match. But it wasn't a short match either. I mean, I enjoyed seeing Santos and Dominic in the ring mixing it up again. Hopefully we could see a little bit more from those guys going down the road from those two. And um, I, I enjoyed it a lot, but I, it really wasn't that good of a match. I gave it, uh, time-wise, I gave it a C plus. Okay. DJ? Yeah, it was okay. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't really horrible. Like, a lot of times... When Zelina's in a match, I feel like sometimes she botches. Yeah. I didn't really see okay. bad here. You know, she actually looked pretty good. Um, you know, Rhea, Rhea gave her those two spots, and, you know, she had to get a little bit of offense. Although, I think if she should have just been squashed, especially if you're going to have Rhea win at Mania, I, I would have Rhea squash and win right now, but... Anyway, it was good, so um, I gave it a C plus. I mean, I like Escobar, man. I yeah. really do. I don't know how I feel about him being a good guy because I think it just looks so yep. like he's trying so hard. You know, I like him as a heel, but <coughs> good watching him. So I go C plus on the match. Okay. Um, after that match was over. Um, Dominic grabbed the mic and once again started to spout off at the mouth about his father, who then actually came to the ring to confront him. Trivia, take it from here. It was kind of like the same thing we're always seeing. You know, Dominic kind of goading his father into a match at WrestleMania and Ray's like, well, I'm not going to fight you. I'll never fight my own son. I mean... Do I really want to see the two fight at WrestleMania? Um, kind of, yeah, but I mean, I just don't know how it's going to be, how the outcome's going to turn out, and uh, it's going to be the same stick all the time with those two. And I mean, if they're going to put a match together with them at WrestleMania, you know, put it together and see what happens. But Ray's adamant that he's not going to fight his son. I mean, I can basically see where he's going with that, but I gave it a C. Really? Okay. Yep. Raphael, thanks for joining us. Mr. 24-7. Um, like, leading up to this, I was kind of just not wanting to see it really much. Like, I'm like, all right, well, they're either going to fight or they're not, and they haven't really, so I'm like, I'm, I'm really over it. But this one kind of was... 
it was different to me a little bit because although Dom has been saying, you know, stuff to, to Ray, some pretty some pretty messed up stuff over the past few weeks, I feel like he really got in him on this one. He said some pretty some pretty hurtful stuff and you know, you could kinda see it in Ray where he's kinda even though he said no still He's still kind of, you could see it where he's getting mad. He's starting to get like, maybe I do want him, maybe deep down. Um, <clears throat> like, but the fact that he said, you know, if I fought you, it would be the biggest disgrace as a father. So that right there, it's like, wow, this shit's pretty deep here. Um, I think they both were Wait, into, you into it. Wait, give me more tissues? I really, got a bloody really nose for some reason. I believe so. <clears throat> and I gave it a B minus, and I, I, I liked it, and I think it's gonna, I think we're starting to get somewhere with it now, in my opinion. Okay. Oh, yeah, I got a bunch of things. Yeah, sorry, folks, um, I've got a little, just a little, um, bloody nose here for some reason, um, so I apologize. You see my That's finger okay. with the tissue up my nose, you know why. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think this was the best in-ring promo with Dominic and Ray. Um, totally. Um, Dominic really started to get into the reasons, you know, I mean, if someone's calling him a deadbeat dad, you'll never hear for me. And, and he said, quote, unquote, I made sacrifices so you... Your mom and your sister could have the life I could only dream of. Um, you know, and then and then towards the end he said, once again, quote unquote, if someone like you, a punk ass kid, called me out at WrestleMania, I would gladly beat their ass. Unfortunately, you're my son and fighting you would be the great greatest disgrace as a father. I'm not going to fight you now, I'm not going to fight you ever. And I'm not going to fight you at WrestleMania. Um, just like the, the things that Ray said. I mean, finally, he was reconfronting his son. I, I loved this promo. I really did. I actually gave him an A minus. I thought it was yeah, the best me, promo like between the three, between the two of them. What was that? To me, it looked like Ray was starting to get pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, after that, we then went to. Um, well, they, Michael Cole announced that they were going to be having two Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Showcases at WrestleMania. Four men's tag teams, four women's tag teams. And we had the first qualifying match for the women's tag teams, and that was a match of Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan versus Tegan Knox and Emma. Um, we lost TJ. Yeah, have to get him back here. Hmm. Okay. Maybe due to my bloody nose, he had to had to go away. <laughs> oh, there you go. I don't get it. That's the second time that's happened. It just see you later. Boot me out. <laughs> anyway. Wow, this is really. Um. So as I was saying, we have a tag team match next. It was the first qualifying match. For the women's Fatal Four Way Tag Team Showcase, as it was Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus Tegan Knox and Emma. Mister Twenty Four Seven, you are up first. It was all right. 
I mean, it was what it wasn't really great. It was quick. It was just to me. I don't. I feel like if you if you needed to put matches on the Mania card, there's plenty of ways to do it. And I don't like this. I don't know. Like to me, I just feel like it's worth nothing. I mean, unless they're gonna say the winner, you know, fights the the champions at this time or whatever. Then I, I mean, I guess it adds a little something to it, but I just, I don't know. I'm like, really? You're just going to throw matches on the Mania card? So I just kind of didn't even really give the match a chance, maybe. I'm like, whatever. It looked like it went really quick, and you, I already knew, right, you know, I knew Rock Kellen would probably win if it's Mania match. So um, I gave it a speak. Okay. Yeah, I totally agree. Um,. I'm kind of thinking these tag team showcases, I mean, they don't, once again, they don't mean anything as far as we know. Um, they didn't say these are, you know, the winner of the Fatal 4-Way will eventually get a shot at the title. <coughs> I mean, it made perfect sense for the men to do it because they have many tag teams, but they're just going to have to throw women together to to make this Fatal 4-Way um, especially if they're going to have qualifying matches. I mean, do they have another six women's tag teams that they can have qualifying matches for? I, I, I don't know. I don't know how they get to that, other than just putting random women together. Um, and I think these tag team matches are in place of them doing the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, and whatever they're going to be calling the Women's Battle Royal. And it's just to get more people on the WrestleMania card. Um, the match itself was just an average match. I mean, obviously you knew with the two teams that were going up against each other that it was going to be Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez winning. Um, but the match was just, it was just an average match. There was nothing exciting about it, nothing... You know, to do with anything else, I gave it a C minus. Okay, I uh, I kind of agree with both, what both of you are saying. I mean, I was surprised to see Emma and Tegan Knox as a team. I thought it would have been Tegan Knox and Natalia, but I didn't think the match was that bad. I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed Liv and Raquel as a team. You know, Liv once again coming out wrestling in her Daisy Dukes, which I thought was pretty. Uh, Interesting, but um, I I thought it was a it was an okay match. I mean, it wasn't uh, wasn't great, you know. Like Greg said, they're probably gonna have to throw some teams together, you know, just to, to complete this tournament. But overall, I gave it a C. Okay, uh, Mister Twenty Four Seven. Oh, you already talked about this one. <laughs> yeah. I can um. See. All right. After that, we then had the uh, the queen come down. Well, not the literal queen. Um, God damn those. But Charlotte Flair came down to cut a promo. Um, I start off for this one. Um, halfway down, halfway during her promo, or maybe a little earlier than halfway due to the whole segment, um, Rhea Ripley came down with her little friend, like a little yippie chihuahua at her side, Dominic. 
Um, uh, no, sorry, folks. Um, and this was, you know, which then led to a brawl. Um, I still got a couple here, so. Oh, yeah, bring the whole box. <laughs> um, and this was the first real physical altercation between the two um, since their match at three WrestleManias ago. And, I, I mean, officials got in the way, got hit, got elbowed, got kicked. Um, spilled out over the barricade into the audience, and then they finally, you know, settled everyone down. Um, I liked it. I think it helps showcase this match a little more. Um, at this point, after this happened, I'm thinking, okay, they're really trying to build this match to be the main event of night one. Um... <coughs> I like I said I liked it. it was a, I gave it a B plus. Okay. I, uh, I I agree. I mean I spoke to Greg yesterday on the phone and I told him I said it's about time we had some physical altercation between these two. You know instead of just coming out face to face and just talking about what they're going to do to each other. I thought Rhea did a good job on the mic uh, in this one. I re I really thought that you know. Her mic skills were good. She, she was on point with what she wanted to say. And then she just punched Charlotte and dropped her like third period French. But you knew Charlotte was going to come after her after that. And it just boiled up into the outside. Everybody was getting tossed about and kicked and punched and everything else. And then like Greg said, I think this is going to really fuel the fire for this match for WrestleMania. I wouldn't be surprised if it closed out night one. Uh, I think it would be it'd be a good match to close out night one. I also gave it a B plus as well. What'd you think, DJ? Yeah, this it was really good. Like Rhea, she was great, man, on the mic. She was. She came out, you know, and and straight up was like, you know, Charlotte, you're right, but that's why I told you. She's like, I'm I'm I'm, I'm dangerous, and everyone fears me. Said, but you don't, you know, and that pisses me off, you know. So it, it's just so good. Like, and where is it? There was there's a part in here. Oh, there was a spot where Charlotte was going and stumbled her words there. I was like, oh, shit, I think she was just really into it and just kind of forgot real quick. But it was not, and she's good, she's great on there, so she was able to just. You know, pop, 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 and get right past it. Um, but oh, there was one spot when they were fighting and they were hitting every all the you know security guards and referees. I don't know if it was some one of them said, you know, Brock Lesnar and Lashley will get fined, arrested, this, that, and the other for this. You know, so they better do the same thing. Which you know they're not going to, but it was interesting to hear whoever it was. They, um, Oh, but, I mean, it was great. They let them go edit, and they went edit for, I mean, it has to have been, like, at least three minutes, maybe, or four minutes. I don't know. But they were just going. So, I loved it. The fact that they got together, they were they were finally physical. Um, 
it's great. And this is one of the better storylines, one of the better everything, and I love it. I gave it a B plus also. Okay. Um, after that, they then went to a singles match where it was Xavier Woods taking on L.A. Knight. Yeah. Um, trivia, Europe. All right, let me talk to you. Uh, I didn't think this was a, a, a that was good, good match I, at all. I that was good. I like that. What's that? I like that. Yeah, you just went right into that. It was. I mean, I didn't really think it was all that good of a match. I thought it was too short of a match. Um, was I surprised that Xavier Woods won? Yeah, because I thought they were going to be doing something a lot more with L.A. Knight. I mean, granted, it's only another loss for L.A. Knight on SmackDown, so I don't. Uh, I don't know where they're going to go with these two. If they're going to, you know, have more to do with these guys or what? But I really didn't like this match all that much. I gave it a D. Oh, okay. Danny Mr. Justice is watching. Danny, thanks for tuning in. Mr. 24-7. Yeah, I wasn't into it, man. Like, I can't for the life of me understand why L.A. Knight is losing every match he fights. Right. This, he's so much better than everyone. You know, not everyone, but everyone, man. Like, he should be winning every match. He's great, dude. Like, they want their people to be stars. In my opinion, he is a star. So let him do his thing. Like, as a, as a heel, he comes out, says his stuff. The whole crowd says his stuff. Like, come on. Xavier Woods, I love him. And I always will. But really? You're going to have Xavier come out and be L.A. Knight? Yeah. Just don't. It's, it doesn't do it for me. I don't like it. I gave it a D. Okay. Um... The match itself was okay. Um, the results, once again, like you both said, were absolutely positively confusing. How, I mean, we've read on several, I mean, I've read on several different sites and then several different reports that they're looking to give LA Knight a push. Well, if this is a push, I, I hope they don't give him a shove. Um, because then he'll be the ne another Baron Corbin. Um... But I did like the match. Um, Xavier Woods, he's just hes just a good in-ring performer. Um, and putting him into any type of campaign with LA Knight, that's good. I mean, right now, there's, there's nobody else from the New Day. Um, Big E's still out, um, if he ever comes back. And Kofi Kingston, as they said on, on Friday Night SmackDown, just had ankle surgery. Um, so he's on the shelf for... I think trivia froze. You that or he's sitting really, really still. Looks like he froze. Yeah, I think so. So he may be losing. Nope, there he is. He's back. Um, I don't know how much of me you missed, Trey, because you were frozen on our end. Yeah, sorry. It it, uh, it disconnected from Facebook and now back on again. So you were talking about Kofi Kingston had ankle surgery. No. Oh yeah. Oh, that's where you. That's where you left up. Okay. Well, then you heard yep. pretty much everything. So Xavier Woods is going at this alone. So putting him in a feud with LA Knight. I, I mean, okay. Um, I don't think this is a match that's going to go anywhere further. Um, but it's just a shame that they're they're pushing or the lack of push that they're really giving LA Knight because he could be so much better than 
somebody that's losing to Xavier Woods on a random SmackDown. Um, but we're grading the match, not the storyline. So I actually gave the match a C. Um, and then because I'm confused about the result, I well, you lost talk shoe too. It, it, yeah, so it's back on now. Okay. Um, and so overall, I gave the whole thing a D plus. Okay. Um, after that, I mean, not that we're going to grade or anything, but after that, there was a little backstage thing where he blew up, and Ellie and I blew up an interview um, with Caleb Braxton and took a right hand to his jaw from Rey Mysterio, um, which is setting up a match for next week um, on SmackDown between Rey Mysterio and LA Knight. Um, we then went to the, well, I'll say, quote-unquote, main. well, the main event match of the evening, which was Drew McIntyre and Sheamus to determine who was going to be facing Gunther. Um, Mr. 24-7, you are up. All right, so... Ethereum comes down. I kind of thought that would happen. I like how I liked it. Um, and I mean, if you came into this and thinking anything, this is about to be really good, then you're crazy because two, when they're together, it's great. They're two big, powerful dudes and they seem to crap up each other. And being so like, close to each other, they can have these types that is, you know, um, you know, they're just really good. Um, so you're, you're pretty much with your finger, you know, banger, banger, every time. So I loved it. The match. I like, I didn't like, although I kind of going to have, they wanted it the whole time. I don't, it's something about camp being multiple threats that I just can't stand. And it's just always been like that. But these two still have a good, and I'm all right with it. I like Gunther in the ring talk. Which one is it? I'm getting involved. Getting involved. So the whole thing was cool. I'm down with it. I knew how they were going to do it. Exactly how they were going to do it. Way they did. Okay, trivia. I don't know if you're hearing it as well as I am, but DJ's sound is like choppy, or is that just me? No, I heard it too. I I, I heard I heard about 30, 30 seconds of those comments. It just kept chopping up. Yeah, it was like a nineteen eighties McDonald's drive through. Yeah. Hopefully, <coughs> don't kick me off. <laughs> Um, so we've all had difficulties. I have a bloody nose. Mike's internet just cut him off for a second, and DJ's a little choppy. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, speaking of choppy, I think we're going to see a lot of chops and bangers and stuff like that at WrestleMania with the triple threat match. Um, I mean, talk, I've been talking about wanting to see this triple threat match for, for quite a while now. Um, and And... I, I know the fit from from the website like the official result was a double count out, but correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't Gunther come into the ring at like 
the, the count of nine, and then the other two guys from Imperium jumped them. Yep. I, so I, I don't. I mean, if the referee then you know decided to say it was double count out, fine. I thought it was double disqualification. Anyways, um, Adam Pierce then quote unquote punished um, Gunther by saying, "Hey, you wanted you know a match at wrestle. You wanted one man. Well, you're not getting one man. You're fighting both." Um, and I am heavily looking forward to this match. Um, I know there's a lot of several people that I've seen on social media have stated that this is awesome. This is going to be Sheamus's chance to get his intercontinental title and make him a Grand Slam champion. Sorry, man, it ain't happening. Um, Gunther's going to be positioned as the next. Challenge, in my opinion, as the next challenger for whomever leaves um, WrestleMania with the title, whether it be Roman or whether it be Cody. Um, obviously, we'll get in our little WrestleMania chat a little later. Um, but I, I did like this match. Um, I mean, I knew how it was going to, I quote unquote, knew how it was going to end. And I've been told trivia that I thought it was going to be the guys from Imperium getting involved, causing the match to end, which, you know, kind of did happen. Um, so because it was a little predictable, I'm only going to give this match a B. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said to Greg, I mean, Greg was the one that said, you know, it's going to be a triple threat match. He said that a long time ago. And we're, we're going to get a chance to see it. I really think... In my opinion, I think this should be the match to start off night one of WrestleMania. It's going to be a, just a knockdown drag out. I mean, a banger, like they would say. And uh, the outcome I kind of expected, but I did. I mean, it reminds me of the Usos. Does the Usos, I mean, does Roman really need the Usos to win his matches? And does Gunther really need Imperium to win his matches? I don't think he does because Gunther can't hold his own with anybody. And when Greg had said, you know, about maybe Gunther possibly becoming the next champion, whoever wins, if a situation arises like that, I'd love to see face-to-face with Roman and Gunther. That would be amazing. But I thought this was a great match. The outcome was what we expected, but it was still a good outcome. I gave it a B plus. Hmm. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. And then we came to what was the main event of the night. Um, it was Sami Zayn and Jay, Us- Jay Uso going face-to-face. Um, I get to lead off with this one. And I'm going to start off by saying, oh my God. This, just from the beginning... With Jey Uso and then Sami Zayn not even waiting. His music came, he came out, and they were going, you know, back and forth verbally. Um, you know, Jay basically told me, he said, you know, why did I do what I do? Um, from day one, I didn't trust you. I didn't want you around my family at all. Then week by week, they started to like you. You know, he said, as a boy, I thought it was my job to protect my family. And then, you know, Sami Zayn came back with, you know, you're not mad at me that I hit Roman Reigns with that steel chair. You're mad that you didn't get to do it first. I mean, they were verbally going back and forth. Um, Then they started to, 
interact physically. And Jay came down. And I was waiting for Solo to come down and make it like a three-on-one. Um, then Kevin Owens' music hits. The Ushas are standing there looking over towards the Titantron and, and the little, you know, alleyway, walkway, pathway that they all take to come down to the ring. And then as the camera comes around, Kevin Owens behind him, stuns one, um, pop-up powerbomb to the other, and then the audience is cheering and yelling, hug it out, and then Kevin Owens came, walked directly at Sami Zayn, and they just did exactly that. They hugged it out and then stared down the Usos. Now, it's hard to tell now because of times at the Thunderdome as to how much of that noise you hear on TV is real or it's fake. I mean, there's times we hear people cheering and they show the audience and they're all just standing there, sitting there. Um, and it's hard to debate as to how loud the, the, the cheers are. Um, I follow somebody on social media who lives in around Kansas City and he was at that show. Live, they're about four rows away from the ring on the hard camera side. It took his son to his first WWE live event. He said he was in the arena when WWE got shut down when Daniel Bryan was trying to convince getting WrestleMania and they had the yes movement and they filled the ring with people wearing Daniel Bryan shirts. And that was incredibly loud. He said the noise in the arena deafened or just totally was three times louder than, than any other live crowd he'd ever been in. That was an authentic crowd explosion. Um, I, I mean, I, I, would, I mean, if I could say I stood up and, and clapped, I would have, but I couldn't stand because I didn't have my legs on. Um, I only have one leg. I can't stand yet. But I clapped. I was cheering. I was so excited. Um, and this whole thing with the bloodline and this whole storyline, it's just just when you think, oh, God, they're still doing this storyline. No, I am psyched that, they're, that this storyline is working out as well as it has been. Absolutely love this. I honestly don't think there's enough pluses to put after the A that I want to put. A plus 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 infinity right now. It was great. I loved everything about it. Trivia. I totally agree. I mean, you had two guys in the ring that were great on the mic. You had two guys in the ring to start that were, you knew were going to go at it with each other. And then when when Jimmy came in, it was, you know, they were beating on him the whole nine yards. And I was expecting to see Solo, like Greg said. I was expecting to see him. And when we didn't see him, we heard Kevin Owens and the music play. And then, you know, the Usos are just sitting there waiting for him. He just comes up from right behind him. But the, that was the hug around the world. I mean, when that happened, I looked at that hug and I said, there's your next tag team champions. Right there. And I'm and 
I don't know if it's definite okay. yet that they put them together for WrestleMania. Well, we'll talk about that when we talk about WrestleMania. But I was so glad to see that Kevin and Sammy together again. They've been friends on and off for many, many years. They played up a good storyline along with the with the um, the bloodline. Kevin and um, Sammy, you know, really played it out good. And then Kevin just, hey, you know, screw it. I'm going to get together with Kevin. We're going to end up beating these guys and take the titles. And I thought it was great. I gave it an A. I gave it an A plus as well. I was going to put more pluses behind it, but Greg, Greg took all the pluses. <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. 24-7. I mean, yeah. It's, it's all just selfless. Like, I can't even remember. There's been good story throughout the years. I can't even One don't even come to mind that think of a great line. Thoughts on Monday night? I'm sorry, Friday night SmackDown or Black Friday night SmackDown Live. Um, I mean, this was one of the. I mean, the way it ended, the way it started, it kind of makes you overlook some of the quote unquote weaker segments that were in the middle. Um, I mean, this was one of the better SmackDowns, and it was one of those once again where it's over. Two hours has gone by already. I, I wanted a third hour of SmackDown, and that's that's what you want. You want a show, no matter what show it is, what movie, no matter what it is, you always want to end that saying, oh, I want more, and that's what I felt like this week. Um, I'm going to give the whole thing a B, which is probably the best grade I've given um, the show. Well, we'll say not, you know what, I'll say B+. Plus. Um, All right. It's actually the best show that I can remember this calendar year as of right now. Two weeks away. 
So it's going to be it's going to be good. Hopefully, we'll see more shows like this going forward again. I thought it was a really good show. My overall grade was a, was a B plus as well. Okay. So that's our SmackDown recap for um, March the seventeenth, which was St. Patty's Day. So, like I said, it was a good show. And now we're going to get to the best part of our show, which is Nuggies News. So, Greg, take it away. All right. Well, thank you very much. A few quick little quick hits here. Um, If you did not know. Um, for almost the past three years, Netflix um, has been putting together a biopic about um, Vince McMahon. And Vince McMahon has pulled the plug, canceled it, rescinded any rights that he gave them to information. Um, and that $2 million project is now dead. Um, there will not be one authorized by Vincent Kennedy McMahon or WWE. Uh, once again, a lot of the footage that he had approved for them to use, he is no longer allowing them to use. So if you were waiting to hear about the life of Vince McMahon, um, we won't be getting anything anytime soon on Netflix in this fucking nose is still bleeding. I don't know why. Um, Another quick little thing here. Um, If you did know, if you did not know, the Bella Twins are technically no more um, as they have rescinded their um, Bella last name and, you know, which was their WWE name. And they're now going by the Garcia Twins. Um, There was speculation that they were leaving, quote-unquote, leaving WWE and going to AEW. But Nikki said that is not the case at all. Um, They just want to go forward and being known as the Garcias. Um, Obviously, Brie is also, I mean, it's Brie Garcia Danielson because she's married to Brian Danielson. Um, and Nikki's going to be getting married. So her last name is some Chamakasioff type name. From a gentleman that she met on Dancing with the Stars. Who she's had a, you know, a child with. Um, so the Bella Twins are no more. Um, another little quick hit here is. You know we're looking at the the. WWE Hall of Fame class, um, you know, they've announced two, Rey Mysterio and the Great Muda, um, but it is being stated that Batista will not be getting inducted. As we all know, he was supposed to be inducted, I want to say, two or three years ago, um, but due to the pandemic, he, he didn't take his induction that year, and they canceled it, and it, it was... You know, believe that they were going to put him in this year with WrestleMania goes to Hollywood. You know, Batista's probably the second biggest WWE star to get into Hollywood. Um, you can debate as to whether or not him or John Cena are, are higher on that totem pole. Obviously, The Rock being number one on the totem pole. <coughs> um, but yeah, he will not be being inducted due to the fact that. He's filming stuff. 
um, from now through April and, and won't have the time to be at any induction ceremony. Um, we were talking about... Where'd it go? Oh, the, the bloodline. Um, I pulled up an article that said, Grading the booking thus far for every WWE WrestleMania 39 feud. So I'm just going to go through in True Nuggies news fashion. Um, give their grades on the feuds. Um, not every one of them, but just some of them. Um, and you guys can agree or disagree with their grade. If you disagree with their grade, what you would give the grade for. Um, first one is Bianca Belair versus Asuka. Um, they actually give the buildup of this feud a C-. minus. DJ, you want to go first? DJ, your choppiness is getting worse. Back up a little bit. Maybe that'll help. I, it's probably just the internet. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's hard to give them a who they are, but it hasn't been much. So, I guess I'll agree with it. Okay. Trev? All right. Brian Charlton is watching. Brian, thanks for tuning in. Um, yeah, I agree. The C-minus is... To be honest with you, I think the C minus is a generous grade, um, but I I agree with that. Okay, I I, I totally disagree. Um, I think right as of right now, their their match is totally totally being overshadowed by Rhea Ripley and Charlotte. Um, I, I mean, the best buildup they have is I mean, just comparison this past week. Both women's main quote unquote main event title matches had interactions, and the difference between Rhea coming out confronting Charlotte and the two of them brawling, versus Oscar coming out picking up the belt and dancing, and you know like here you go oh and then pulling it back and then that blue shit coming out of her mouth. I mean you can't compare the two. There's no comparison. I think the build up to Oscar. And, and Bianca has been horrible. Um, I, I mean, I would give it a, an F, but other than the fact that I think the match itself, when they get in the ring, is going to be good, I'll give it a D-. minus. Okay. Next one they have is Omos versus Brock Lesnar. Yep, that's the exact thought. Trivia yawned as I was saying it. Trib, what do you think? What grade did they give it? Oh, sorry. A D isn't dumb. I I definitely <laughs> agree with that grade. Definitely. I really don't see much happening in this match. I don't see it being a long match. I don't see it being an exciting match. I think it's just basically going to be a squash match, in my opinion. But a D is definitely the grade I agree with. All right. And D, J? <laughs> I'll agree with that. I mean, I, we only think one. So there hasn't really been a storyline here. 
Okay. Yeah, I'm going to totally agree with the grade. Um, I, I think there's not, I mean, there really hasn't been much of a buildup. And, and the interaction that they had on Monday night was, was horrible. <clears throat> I mean, they couldn't even successfully have Omos throw Brock Lesnar over the top rope. Um, so I think it was bad. I think the whole thing has been bad, and I'll agree with the D. Next, Gunther versus Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. Great. Oh, they gave it a B. Sorry. Um, yeah, I'll agree with that grade. I'll say maybe an A- minus to a B plus for me. Okay. I think this is going to be a, a, a really good match. Like I said, a hard-hitting match. I'm probably looking at maybe 20, 20, about, about maybe a 20-minute match, 25-minute match. Um, I just think it's going to be good. I, I, I kind of agree with that grade. Okay. DJ? Yeah, I agree with it, too. I think they're doing a pretty good job. Uh, no, thank you. Seamus Um, I, I'm going to skip over a bunch of these because it's taking a little while. Um, Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. They gave a C to. Now, this article I, I bookmarked before... Smackdown. So that grade may have changed, um, but they gave it a C. Oh, I would definitely disagree with that grade. I I would say definitely a, a high B, maybe an A. And the interaction between the two of them this Friday night made it that much better. So I definitely disagree with that grade. DJ? But I think you're right. No. Okay. Um, then the next one they have is Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus the Usos, which isn't an official match, but it's the feud building up to WrestleMania. Um, yep. They gave this an A. <coughs> Hundred percent. Yep, I hundred percent agree as well. And I also agree. Um, I think the build-up, the slow, long build-up, has been great. And then the last one that they have is Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. Sorry, yeah, Jesus, crocky shit. Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. They also give this one an A. Agree. I definitely agree with that too. Um, absolutely. Uh, I definitely agree. Um, I think this match is going to be good. I think the build-up's been good. Um, it, it wasn't something that was like, I mean, John Cena, Austin Theory, as good as it could have been, it just happened. Where there's been a good build-up for this. Um, you know what, I'll save this other article that I wanted to talk about until next Nuggies News. Um, so that'll be it for Nuggies News. 
And trivia, what do you got going on for independent shows coming up? And I'm going to apologize because I'm going to step away for a moment to see if I can better take care of this bloody nose. But I can hear you. Okay, dope. March 25th, PAPW presents Retaliation. Their their show coming up at the at the PAPW school at 662 Co Avenue in East Haven. I uh, really haven't gotten any of the matches just yet, but I should have them by Wednesday show. Uh, tickets are twenty dollars. Uh, definitely want to check out PAPW. They're they're one of the good uh, indie promo indie promotions in Connecticut. Also, we have Tough and Talented Wrestling. April 22nd, which will be emanating from Torrington, Connecticut again. I guess it's their home base. The doors open at 5.30 p.m. Bell time is at 6 p.m. Tickets are $25 front row and $15 general admission. Some of the matches that have been signed for this match, for this card, is the two TW title with Elijah Six versus Little Greatness versus Stevie Legend. Now, Stevie Legend was the winner of the Big Jim Anderson Cup. So congratulations to Stevie Legend on that. The two TW U.S. title, Clipper Jones, not the guy that played for the Braves, that was Chipper Jones. Clipper Jones versus Landon Hale. The two TW tag team title, the Stepdads versus Hustle and Muscle. Hustle and Muscle is a up-and-coming tag team in the indie scene. Also, the undisputed title, Bull Dread versus Brute Von Slyke. Know nothing about this man, never seen him, but I'm sure if he's getting in the ring of Bull Dread, yeah. he's a formidable opponent. Well, and if he's not a formidable opponent, he will be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> exactly. The two TW ladies title is on the line as Delilah Hayden, goes against Rihanna Black. A special challenge match. Ryan Frost against Randy Sean. Now, like I said in the past, I've known Randy Sean as Jay Busta. I've seen him wrestle plenty of times. He's a good talent. Definitely want to check him out. And there's also going to be a fatal four-way number one contender match. U.S. title. Jamar Justice versus Ken Powers. Versus Eric Black. No, wait, Jamar and then Justice. Those are two two separate ones. So that's two. Ken Powers and Eric Black. The number one contender for the tag team title gauntlet. Team called the Murders versus Black and Yellow versus United versus United uh, through Hated versus Buff Incorporated versus Revolutionary versus Scale, and that's going to be the fatal four-way number one contenders match at Tough and Talented Wrestling. And the final one that we're going to be talking about is, uh, where did I put it? Uh, Right here. Coliseum Pro Wrestling will present Opportunity for Success 2 on April 28th, 2023. At the Elks Lodge at 265 Main Street in West Haven, Connecticut. The main event will be for the CPW, the Coliseum Pro Wrestling Championship, 
as the champion Chris Battle will take on Bobby Buffet. Now, I've never seen Bobby Buffet wrestle. He reminds me of a very, um, very athletic Bronson Reed. He's, he's big, but he's athletic. Tickets for that show are $20 for general admission. The doors open at 7, and the bell time is 7.30. And those are our three pro, those are our three independent matches that we have coming up in March and April. Okay. So now, we're on the road to WrestleMania. Yes. Less than two weeks away. Yep. We have, what, I believe nine matches now, Greg? Yes, total of nine matches. Okay. Um, what? Hold on, one, two... No! A total of 11 matches. Okay. <laughs> because the two uh, Fader 4-Way tag team matches have been involved, have been introduced. Um, I read a list today on cage side seats that says the other three women tag teams that are going to be in the match that are expected to perform at WrestleMania are Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. Cheb, you're way too close. All I see is your nose down. There you go. Um, oh, sorry. Natalia and Shotzi. And then... Um, Oh, geez. Carmella and Chelsea Green. Those are the other three tag teams. Now, to me, it would have made more sense to do Natalia with Tegan Knox and have Shotzi having, having tagged with Emma, but I guess they see something in Shotzi as far as being a fan favorite. And then for the men... Sorry, folks. This nose just won't stop bleeding. Um, for the men, it's expected to be um, Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus the Street Profits versus um, Alpha Academy. And the fourth one is escaping my mind. Viking Raiders. No, I don't think that's who it was. Um, that's who I thought I saw. Yeah. The Viking Raiders versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy versus Strowman and Ricochet. Yeah, that is Viking Raiders. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I I don't know um, how well these are going to be. I know. But let me ask you guys a question. There's 11 matches right now. Mm-hmm. Do you think from the time starting, you know, tomorrow with Monday Night Raw going into SmackDown, because we have two more Raws, two more SmackDowns, correct? Yeah. Before Mania. Do you think they'll add three more matches and go with 14 matches, seven for night one, seven for night two? At this point, no. Okay. Um, I think with 
eight men and eight women being in the two different tag team matches. I mean, what other matches could they add that would be quote unquote WrestleMania worthy? Bobby Lashley, Bray Wyatt. Well, but they really haven't had too much of a build-up with that one either. So. Well, that, that's due to Bray Wyatt being injured. Um, yeah. Don't know when he could have gotten injured, how he got injured, or what's injured. But he's suffering, suffering from a physical injury. Whatever the hell that means, I have no idea. Um, okay. That doesn't suck. He's one of the bigger... I feel like that... Because I was kind of looking forward to seeing that match. Lashley, Lashley, Lesnar. I mean, uh, uh, Lesnar, Lashley, Bray Wyatt. I was kind of looking forward to seeing that. Right. I mean, yeah, but I agree with DJ. It sucks that, I mean... Is WrestleMania going to miss? I mean, in all honesty, I, I, I hate to say this, um... But I don't. I don't think it'd be a big deal if Bray Wyatt missed WrestleMania. Um, right. But I feel bad for Bobby Lashley. You know, you, you gotta find a way to get him into a match with somebody. Yep. I mean, maybe it's it's one of these things where La Knight comes out and says, "I deserve a WrestleMania moment," and then Bobby Lashley answers his WrestleMania moment and just destroys him. You know, because um, Bobby Lashley, the, with the work that he's put in, he deserves to be in a match at WrestleMania. Absolutely, I totally agree. Uh, Greg, speaking on the injury front that you were that you were talking about uh, briefly with Bray Wyatt, has there been any word on the return of AJ Styles yet? Or? No. Nope. Okay. Because I think. I think tomorrow night on Monday Night Raw, we're going to see the return of Anderson and Gallows. I think I might have read that somewhere. I haven't seen anything about Monday Night Raw for tomorrow, other than that Roman Reigns is going to be making an appearance. Okay. And Cody Rhodes will confront him. Again? Nope. But, uh... Do you think there has to be something physical between the two of them? Before WrestleMania, like Rhea Ripley and Charlotte, to help "quote unquote" sell the sell off a better match. I would like to see it because I would like to see what Cody Rhodes will bring to the match physically against Roman Reigns. I would I would like to see something, you know, have Roman go for a Superman punch and you know hit Cody, but then Cody will get up and give him the that move that he. He does, I can't remember the name of it. But, well, it's uh, either Crossroads or the Cutter. The uh, Cody Cutter. Yeah. And but I think uh I think something physical between the two would make the would make their WrestleMania match for me a little bit more interesting. So But I mean, you know, you were also talking about that women's tag team, you know, the the four teams, I mean you even mentioned yesterday, you know, maybe Nikki Cross and um, Candice LeRae. But now you're also leaving out Alexa Bliss, but who are you going to put her with? 
So, I mean, if you're going to have Ronda and Charlotte in that tournament, then I think there's going to be your Ronda, be your winner right no, there. Ronda and Charlotte on a tag team. Not Ronda and Charlotte. Ronda and Shayna. Well, I mean, I don't think it's 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 a tournament. Once again, it doesn't say if it's for a future title shot or whatever it is. It's just to showcase the four uh, four different tag teams. Oh. Okay. But, well, we'll just have to see what WWE is going to do with that. How they're going to how they're going to play that out. So I'm just I'm just kind of curious as to once again if they're doing qualifying matches, and we know there's going to be three other tag teams that qualify. What are the tag teams they're going to beat? Uh, what are they going to be? Right. You know, right. Uh, I mean, I just I can't I I can't think of even I mean. Once again, I mean, Nikki Cross, Candice LeRae. I mean, what, Tamina and who? I mean, it's just who are they going to have them beat to qualify for? Are they going to, oh, you know what, Tegan Knox and Emma didn't get to qualify this week, so it's going to be Emma and blah, blah, blah versus, oh, okay. I don't know. Hey, Drew, thanks for tuning in. Well, I was just, I was actually just pulling up the list of, right. of the, you know, the main roster here. I'm just trying to look through. Um, I mean, as of right now, active women on the roster, on the Raw roster, that aren't involved in a match right now. Um, Alexa Bliss. Candice LeRae, Dana Brooke, Mia Yim, Nikki Cross, Piper Niven, and Tamina. So, I mean, I guess you could come up with a couple tag teams out of them. Probably not the cream of the crop there, but... And then on SmackDown, um, B-Fab, Emma already lost, so Lacey Evans... Um, Natalia, Ronda Rousey, which we expect to be in with Shayna Baszler, Sonya Deville, Zena, Zelina Vega, and Zia Lee. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah, not a hell of a lot to work with there. No, no, there's not. 
And, you know, like Greg has been saying before, you don't want to put two two people together to, for a tag team just to form a team. Well, and that's what they're going to have to do. They're going to have to, yeah. I mean... So... I mean, you might want... I mean, I think it would be... I think they might put... Uh, Lacey Evans together with Sonya Deville, maybe, if you're going to put a two put two together. But, I mean, I wouldn't be looking forward to seeing really any of those teams team, uh, people teaming up. Right. So. The worst part about it, main like, if this was just some other duty year and they throw this on, Fine, but, right. but you see, I don't think they'd have to worry too much about that because I think Mr. 24-7 can go in the ring and take them all out by herself. So, <laughs> but, um, like, I, I think I'd almost wrap the Battle Royals. Right. Nope. Yeah. Do the, do, the, do the Battle Royals and throw them all in. You know, a bunch yep. of, you know, 20 women, maybe a couple from NXT. Um, and right. just see what you can get out of it. Yep. So. I don't know. I, I mean, obviously there will be a kickoff shot. I just don't know if there's going to be matches during them. Right. Anything putting any any one of them on a pre-show match? Nah, I don't think so. Well, it depends yeah. on what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, so I think we can almost expect two more actually official matches. Um, yeah. <coughs> one would be, you know, something between Bobby Lashley and Bray Wyatt, and the other something to do with Dominic and Ray. Um. A small part of me is, is thinking that it'll be Dominic versus Ray, and because Dominic will have, say, Damian Priest and Rhea Ripley in his corner, Santos comes down and, and volunteers to be in Ray's corner, and then turns on Ray, um, having a Ray Mysterio Santos Escobar feud after WrestleMania. Um, because once again, like you said earlier, DJ, I just don't see Santos Escobar as a face. So, and I can get behind that match, Rey Mysterio Santos Escobar. I mean, I can I can get behind that. You know, especially because obviously the first premium live event after WrestleMania is Backlash. Right. So, what better place to get quote unquote revenge? Is at exactly. Backlash and have Ray Mysterio yep. versus Escobar at Backlash. Exactly. So, anyway, all right, guys. Well, it looks like we've come to the end of our broadcast this evening. Good afternoon. Anything else you guys want to add? No, nothing else. On my end, at least. So, I want to thank the people for tuning in. So, on behalf of Drew, says, do you think if Ron Breaker loses, he will go to the main roster? Yeah. He is. I, I, I that was one of the things, one of the articles that I had um, in Nuggies News that because it took too long, I didn't get to. 
was to have a list of five people from NXT that are rumored to be coming up after WrestleMania, and Braun Breaker was one of them. So, and that and that's typically what they do. You know, yeah. you you get a strong team, or you get a you know strong tag team, women's champion, or uh, men's champion, and they lose and then get called up. You know. Okay, we'll have to see if they're going to do that with Braun Breaker. So, uh, thank you for your comment there, Drew. We appreciate that. So, on behalf of the Nokster Greg and Mr. 24-7 DJ, this is the illustrious Mr. Trivia from the Top Rope Report. Saying thank you all for tuning in, and we'll catch you all on Wednesday. Hey, take it easy, guys.